0: gain to our worship, it is so good to see each and every one of you. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters, Senior Pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. And oh, we're so happy that you've joined us. So we're going to gather around and we're going to prepare our minds and our soul, our spirit, to hear a word from the Lord. And we're going to begin with the song that will, will, will make the word easier to come into our hearts. Let the music open our hearts. And we're going to join in with our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, uh, Brother Darnell Carr. And we're going to sing praises to our Lord. Because when praises go up, what? Blessings come.
1: He loves you and me Oh how he loves you and
0: Our scripture reading for today is found in the New Testament Gospel of John. A very familiar scripture that many of you looking already know. And so if you want to read it out loud with me, I welcome you to do that. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten Son so that everyone, whosoever believes in him, may not perish but have everlasting life. The Word of God for everybody. Now, won't you pray with and for me? Oh, Almighty God, as I stand symbolically knee-bowed and body-bent before thy throne of grace. O oh Lord, I come asking that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In Jesus' name I Our sermon topic for today is What's God's love got to do with it? What's God's love got to do with it? We begin our lesson this morning by saying, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Oh, there is enough truth there to make a thousand sermons. This is the gospel in a nutshell. This verse is the world's greatest love story. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ in one sentence. Oh, my Lord, if we all acted upon this truth, the world would be transformed and all of us would be on our way to heaven. Glory to God. Just look at this verse. God's love is shown in this verse. God so loved. Well, he could have said, God loved the world. That might have been good enough. We could settle for that. God loved the world. God loves the world. Yes, the Bible could have told us simply and mightily, God loved. But God never does things half-heartedly. God always goes beyond what is needed. God always has more than we expect. God is always willing. He's always willing to extend the boundaries of the love he has for you and for me. Praise God. God's love is just is, is just different. You know, people love us some, but God loves us totally. People love us, when, oh, but God loves us always. People love us today, but God loves us every day. People love us the best that they can as a human, but God loves us like no human being ever will. So therefore, this verse does not say that God so loved. It tell yourself, nobody can love me like God loves me. God is saying to us today, I love the world so much. God's love is is experienced and and it's defined. When you are loved so much, nothing can stop that kind of love. When you are loved so much, no circumstances can change that kind of love. Oh, when you are loved so much, nobody can get in the way of that kind of love. It's vast. It's wide. It's high. It's... It's solid, it's strong, it's enduring, it is all-encompassing, it is everlasting to everlasting. What's God's love got to do with it? Well, let me tell you something. When I ask that question throughout the sermon, I want you to answer. So, everybody, answer everybody. What's love got to do with it? Everything. And secondly, this verse uh, does not say that God so loved me or that God so loved you, does it? That, this verse does not say that God so loved church folk or uh, uh, that God so loved people who act right. <laughs> this verse does not say God so loved America or Texas or New York or California. God's love does not say, this verse, that God so loved United Methodists. Not that God so loved the rich, not that God so loved the beautiful, not that God so loved the righteous, not that God so loved your family or my family. The word of God says that God so loved the world, the world, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the world, the saved and the unsaved, the world, America, Africa, Asia, Mexico, Europe, Tonga, the world. The homeless, the sick, the confused, the cripps, the bloods, the addict. Uh-huh. Yeah. The insane and the brilliant, the impaired, the world. God loves a sinful world. God loved you and me while we were still in the world. And that's something to shout about. What's God's love got to do with it? Everything. Oh, beloved, don't you remember that God loved you and me when we did not even love ourselves? That God loved you and me when when we were doing what we should not have been doing with who we should not have been doing it with and getting where we should not have been going and saying things that we should not have been saying. Oh, God loved us while we were yet sinners. And that proves God's love toward us. And today God will God's love for the whole world, as cray cray as we think the world is today, God still loves the world. Listen, God loves the man and the woman walking the street, sailing their bodies gone loves the people who lie down in the street and are sitting on the porch drinking right now Johnny Walker Red you know cursing and playing dominoes on a Sunday morning oh God loves the children who walk around with their pants hanging down their thighs he does God loves the the drug addict the runaways the down and out God loves everybody in the world us and everybody else Don't get it twisted. But listen, listen very carefully. Now listen, let us not be confused. There is a difference in God loving us and God loving whatever we do. Amen. God loved us while we were yet sinners, but God still hated our sin. We can love the sinner, but hate the sin. Oh, it's so important. That we understand this today. Because people say today, if you love me, you'll love my sin. And they are misunderstanding what love is. They call that unconditional love. But the devil is a liar and a deceiver. God loves the sinner. But God hates our sin. And that's why we as sinners who love God will stop sinning. Because God loves us. And that's why God's love is always changing us and restoring us and fixing us and making us better. Because God's love changes people. What's God's love got to do with it? Everything. And so first, we must understand that God so loves us. But God's love doesn't stop with a mere expression. Because talk is cheap. Oh yeah, words are wonderful. But words are always just The introduction to what's on the way. Oh, let me tell you something. You must always back up a love story with loving actions. And so today our lesson teaches us that God so loved the world and that it does something to prove God's love. What is it? What is it? God so loved the world that he, he gave. You can't love anybody without giving to them. And giving out a love is an interesting phenomenon. Because when you love somebody, you'll always be willing to give all that you have. If you love God and God's church... You'll be a generous, cheerful giver to the church. You will be willing to give to what you love the most. The Bible says your heart, your heart is where your treasure is. Oh, look at your checkbook. If you love God, you'll be willing and excited just to go the distance in obedience to God's word. Uh, The Bible says God so
1: loved the world
0: that he gave. God gives What's God's love got to do with it? Everything. Beloved. And hear this. God has had one son. He has one son still. His name is Jesus. And because God was his father, Jesus was fully God. The the word of God says that God the father and God the son were one. Therefore, Jesus the son was also God. God has one son that he loved with all of his heart. One son that he created and, and and equally to him. One son, one son God created from himself and a woman and who were both fully God and fully human. One son, actually all-powerful and all-knowing and his father, God, who was fully God. To model what love looks like. And to please God the Father. God has one son. Oh, child of God, please understand this. In Leviticus chapter 17, now verse 11, just a foundation. Of the Bible says, the life of every living thing is in the blood. And 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 that's why God has commanded that all blood be poured out on the altar to take away the people's sins. Blood which is life, takes away death, which is sin. God knew that our sins were so great and so ugly and so nasty and so many that it would take some perfect blood to wash our sins away and cleanse us of our sin. Animal blood just wouldn't work as a sacrifice. Not for us today, you see. We have become worse and worse acting up, doing our own thing, living from our flesh, and ignoring, ignoring the commandments of God. And God knows that, that it would take the perfect person with perfect blood to wash our filthy sins away. And God's love, God's love for you and for me, God's love was so great that he asked the one and only son to come to earth and be the perfect Son. put yourself in this position. Would you volunteer your only son to die and to save your enemies? Listen, we were God's enemies before we were saved by the blood. Well, how did God feel? How how did God feel about his son? Being the one he had a son, the lily of the valley. The bright morning star. He had a son who was perfect and without sin. He loved him with a supreme devotion. And yet he gave his only son for you and for me. Now that's love. Doing wrong and knowing that it is wrong when we do it. That's called rebellion. Human beings rebelled against God. That's you and that's me. We were lost in our sin and the time came when only the death of God's son could save the world. What did God say? Did he say, oh, let them all die in their sins and go to hell? No, God didn't say that a thousand times. No, here's what God said. God said, I love the world so much. That I will give my only begotten son to die for the world and bring them to me. Can you feel that? No greater love. And so my beloved. First, God loves the world so that he gives his only begotten son. And then, look at who God included in his love. Whosoever. The Bible says it, whosoever believes, whosoever, whosoever means you and me and everybody, everybody, everybody. Me, you, big red, crazy editor, crackhead down the street, the woman on the corner, Sammy the pimp, the girl in the blue dress, everybody. Black, white, red, yellow, and brown, everybody, the poor, the rich, the educated, the clean, the dirty, the single, the married, the completed, the soft, the hard, the easy, the difficult, everybody. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, whosoever believeth on him would not perish but have everlasting. Oh, Christians, we need to be reminded of the truth, because the truth will set us free. Beloved, God is waiting for Christians to love the world like he loves the world. Just waiting for Christians to stop talking about the world and to just love the world. To stop criticizing the world and love the world. Stop being fearful of, of the world and love the world. Oh, when the followers of Jesus Christ begin to show love to a troubled world, the world will be transformed. Not transformed by Government not transformed by the school system, not transformed by the community, but transformed by those who follow Jesus. Christians are called to transform the world under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And filled with the love of God. You ask me, what has God's love got to do with it? Everything, everything. Because today, if we can reconcile a piece of the world back to God, that's our business. Our business is to welcome the world to become followers of Jesus the Christ. It is our assignment to make a difference in this world, beloved. People are waiting around, just lost and wondering, where is God? There's a time when we as Christians have this great opportunity. To model God's love for the world. We are the living proof that God is. We are the body of Christ. But maybe that's hard for some of you worshiping now. Because some of you don't have a clue about how much God loves you. You you don't have a clue. And that's why you need to give your life to Jesus today because when you give your
1: life to Jesus
0: this is when you will tell yourself Jesus loves me this I know Father the Bible tells me so I am weak but he is strong Jesus loves me yes Jesus loves me Jesus loves me because the Bible Every home, all the parents ought to be singing that song. Christians, we are here today. And we can never be separated from the love of God. Pastor Paul's words to the church and to us in Romans 8, 38 through 39 says, For I am convinced That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And we need to be empowered by that very truth. Oh, hear me, my beloved. We can do all things because God loves us. We can bear all of our burdens because God loves us. We can go through whatever trouble we find ourselves in because God loves us. We can change because God loves us. We are not afraid. God loves us. We're not alone. God loves us. We're not anxious about tomorrow. We know who holds tomorrow. Child of God, God's love for us and in us is the most powerful thing we can have in all the universe, and it transforms. Love transforms. Oh, children of God, we are filled and covered and saturated and overflowing with God's love. What's God's love got to do with it today? Everything. Oh, I love the song. The songwriter says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That who? There is no greater love. There is no greater love. And so Of God, I just pray that this word from the Lord has blessed you. God loves you. And I'll now open the doors of the church and I invite you to become a member of God's church. Put Put your name on the church roll. Give your tithes and your offerings and share your gifts and your talents to God's church. I want you to go to our website and... And find a form. I want you to go to our website and find an opportunity to give. And also, I do hope that you will say "Amen" by thumbs up. And now I want you to know that as a Christian, I love. You. And now to the only God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. Be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time now and forever. And Jesus may we be blessed because.